the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, episode 67. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, the show dedicated to providing tips and strategies to everyone caring for an elderly loved one. My name is Casey Price, and this podcast exists to help make your job, the job of caring for your elderly loved one, just a little less stressful. And one of the things we hear a lot from our elderly loved ones is how much they want to stay home. No matter what their um, condition or needs might be, Their goal is to stay home if at all possible. In fact, we often hear the people who say, I'm not leaving here unless it's in a pine box. I mean, that's how steadfast they are in their goal and their desire to stay home for the rest of their life. Well, what's the problem we run into? The problem we run into is that as people age, in many situations, their care needs increase And they need to bring help in in order to stay home. They need to bring help into the house so that they can maintain their ability to remain home because they can no longer manage the home themselves or their activities of daily living. So they need assistance. The problem with that, of course, is that assistance costs money in most situations. Friends and family can help, but that only goes so far in most cases. People have limited time, limited abilities, and while they don't mind stepping up for a period of time, it's not something they can often do indefinitely. So frequently we have to turn our attention to paid help, home care, uh, or things like home care, other services that augment what home care can provide. These services are expensive. You really should pay um, an agency or, or above over the table, you know. Uh, you shouldn't be doing it under the table because that could lead to Medicaid problems down the road if your loved one needs Medicaid. And we know that these services can cost significant amounts of money if your loved one needs a lot of help. So what is the factor that makes people leave their home in most situations? It's because they run out of money and are unable to pay for the care they need at home. Now, let me clarify something. You can bring care in to provide whatever level of care you might need. A person on a respirator can be home and bring care into the house to help manage them on the respirator if they're they're quadriplegic on a respirator. I mean, the highest level of care you might be able to think of you can bring people into the house to help you with, the, with your care needs, regardless of the level of care. The limiting factor, however, is money. When the money runs out at home, it is very difficult to get the level of care you need through Medicaid or other um, public payer sources. It really is. And, and in that situation, most people end up having to transition from the home into an assisted living or more commonly a nursing home. 
most people spend their assisted living time at home, at least these folks that we're talking about, the ones who are steadfast in their in their wish to remain home, they spend their assisted living time at home. And by the time they would move into a, 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 um, a long-term care community, they need nursing home level care. So how can we potentially increase the amount of time someone can stay home if they are spending their resources quickly and, and they're going to run out soon? Well, here's a situation where a reverse mortgage might be an appropriate tool. Now, when I use the word reverse mortgage, it scares people. There is an idea that a reverse mortgage is something bad. An idea where a reverse mortgage is going to cost you your home or something, some other idea that it, it, would, it would somehow have a negative effect on your elderly loved one and their home and their money. In fact, if you're listening to this right now, you got past the fear of seeing the title of this episode as reverse mortgage and, and, and actually listen to the content, which, which a lot of people aren't going to do. They're going to see the title and they're going to see reverse mortgage in the title and they're not going to listen to this episode because to them, a reverse mortgage is a, is a bad phrase. They're bad words. It's something they, they want to stay away from no matter what. But let's think about it for a minute. A reverse mortgage is a tool that can help someone achieve their goal. If your loved one has limited liquid funds or they're, they're running out of money, maybe they had a lot of liquid funds, but they're exhausting them paying for care, a reverse mortgage could unlock the equity in the home and provide dollars for them to continue paying for care in the environment they want to be in. They want to stay home at all cost. Taking the equity out of their home to try and stay home longer is, is a perfectly good use of a reverse mortgage. It affords your loved one the opportunity to come up with more money to pay for care. Now, I don't want to get into exactly how reverse mortgages work right now. We're going to do that in another episode, or really it's going to take a bunch of episodes to really break them down, to fully understand how they work and how they're a tool and can lead to positive benefits, not negative benefits. But what I do want to do is just clarify the idea that if you get a reverse mortgage, they take your home. That's not how they work. When you get a reverse mortgage, you unlock the equity in your home and you're able to borrow that equity or take that equity out of the home. And then when you ultimately sell your home, because you're going to sell your home provided you haven't exhausted the equity, which of course is possible. If you take all of the equity out of the home, well, then there's no value left in the home. But it's not like you're losing the home because you had the benefit of all of the equity that the home uh, had in it. You've unlocked an asset that you couldn't use to help pay for home care and turn it into something that you can. You converted your house into cash while you still have the ability to live in your house. It's an amazing tool in certain situations. So you don't lose your house when you take a reverse mortgage. You just have to pay back the loan when you sell the house. So if you borrow $100,000 
and there's $20,000 in interest attached to that loan and you sell the house for $250,000, when you sell the house, you will have to pay back the $120,000 that you borrowed and the interest that goes with with what you borrowed. And then the remaining money you would get, you would receive, it would go into your bank account or really your elderly loved one's bank account. So they don't lose the home, they just unlock the equity that they can use to continue to pay for care in the home. When people come into my office every day trying to stay home as long as possible, a reverse mortgage can be a tool to help further that goal. It is something you need to consider when your loved one has the goal of staying home as long as possible and needs to pay for care as they're running out of liquid dollars. I hope you take this to heart. I hope you keep an open mind whenever tools are suggested that can help you care for your loved one or help your loved one achieve a goal. Because if you do keep that open mind, you can improve their quality of life because somebody who's not ready to move into the nursing home, somebody who you can delay that move for is going to have a much better quality of life than if we have to accelerate that move because we're unwilling to use a tool that might um, accomplish the goal of staying home as long as possible. That's it. We're going to talk about reverse mortgages a whole lot more coming up. But for today, I think that if we could just be comfortable with the concept of using the reverse mortgage as a tool when there's a goal it could help with, I think we've achieved what I was hoping to do today. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you for actually getting past the title of this episode and listening to the content because you got a lot out of it. This is something that can be very helpful. Remember to keep on the lookout for more episodes and let your friends know about the podcast, especially this one. If you have somebody that has said to you, I would never consider a reverse mortgage for my mother for whatever reason, This is a great episode to share with them so that you can explain to them that it is a tool that might be beneficial if the circumstances are right. Remember to send any questions or comments you might have to me, Casey. I'm uh, Casey Price, actually, is my full name, but my email is Casey, C A S E Y, at thestressedoutcaregiver.com. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if you could leave a review at iTunes, I'd be very grateful. Of course, five stars would be wonderful. Remember that this show is based in New Jersey law. The laws in your state might be different. The content of this show is not intended to be legal advice, but rather information so you can find the help you and your elderly loved one need to provide each of you with the highest possible quality of life and the least amount of stress. Once again, my name is Casey Price. I really appreciate you taking out of the time taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I love making these podcasts and I love the fact that people are listening to them. And until I have the privilege of talking to you again, I wish you nothing but the best. <laughs>